The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. Hi, welcome to Green Thumbs and Dirty Fingers, a gardening show full of inspiration. I'm Philippa Foes-Lamb, a self-confessed passionate gardener. I've been in the garden industry for many years and I totally enjoy sharing my knowledge with you. Green Thumbs and Dirty Fingers is proudly sponsored by Bay Landscapes, 38 Artillery Place, Richmond. Open 8.30 to 5.30pm Monday to Friday, 9 to 5pm Saturday, 9 to 4pm Sunday and public holidays. Today we're focusing on sharing your tips and tricks and early autumn tasks. Bay Landscapes have moved to their new site at 38 Artillery Place off Lower Queen Street. Turn at Sandeman Road beside the Nelson Pine MDF plant, then turn right into Artillery Place and go to the end. As I mentioned in my last show, Bay Landscapes now have a drive-through facility which is undercover. Load your trailer, drive in and pay and then drive out. You can also pay for bagged goods, which are now undercover as well, drive in and pick them up. All our products are the same as at the old site. Great quality and excellent customer service especially on Saturdays when I'm working there. <laughs> the weather has been very hot lately. You might think that's a funny thing to say because as I'm recording this, it's rather chilly. I fed my ducks and the turkey, etc. on Monday morning and I think it, yeah, the, the temperature gauge said 9 degrees, but I have to say it felt more like 5. It was really quite interesting. There was, there was no breeze, but I think it was because we had a teensy bit of rain on Sunday night which was great because up till then we'd only had one mil total. We've got eight mils, which is lovely. And I think that's possibly why it just feels full felt colder on Monday morning than it actually was. It's unofficially autumn now, which for me is sheer bliss. I have to say though, the first couple of days of March were really hot. <laughs> Oh, I couldn't believe it. It was just, no, I'm sorry. I, I thought we were going to go into cooler temperatures. And we had had a couple of days that were a little bit cooler and they were lovely. And then no, back up to, I think we got to 32 at our place. I'm not quite sure which day it was, whether it was, it might have been Thursday or Friday. It might have been Thursday, I think. So here's hoping the autumn weather starts to kick in. I did see on the, I get, I get the monthly forecast from Met Service and I did see that, that most of our regions, if not all, are due to have lower than normal rainfall in March. In fact, I think it was all of us, Marlborough, Nelson, Tasman and Golden Bay. I really, really hope they've got this wrong because we're already in water restrictions. I think we're still at phase B where, where we are, but it won't be long before they'll increase the water restrictions because even though we've had a little bit of rain, it, it was only a tiny amount. It's just not enough to make a difference. Getting on to sharing your tips and tricks. I'd love to make this show more interactive. Do you have any tips or tricks regrowing anything? I don't mind, it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's herbs, vegetables, flowers, trees or shrubs. If you have a particular way of growing things that seems to work really well for you, I'd love you to share them with me so then I can share them with the rest of, of my listeners. I just think that would be a very special thing to do. As gardeners, we always have tiny little things that we, we've realised really work well for us. And it's just lovely to be able to share. Let's face it, gardeners love sharing information. We love sharing plants. We love sharing our passion for the plants we grow. 
and we love sharing tips and tricks. So I would really love to be able to do that on my show. If, you'd ha- if you have something you'd love to share, email me at nelson at freshfm.net. So just type in nelson at freshfm.net. That's the email address. And I'll definitely share anything that you send me on my show. I, for one, would love major tips on growing garlic. As I've told you in the past, I I'm just can't grow it. It just does not seem to like me at all. Other things, I, I grow some things that other people struggle with really well, but not garlic. And it's driving me nuts because I adore garlic. I use garlic almost every day. So if I could, if I could grow myself a lovely big crop, I'd be really happy. I remember my ex-mother-in-law, this is many, many years ago, back in the late 80s, she used to grow garlic in Paraparam, in just north of Wellington, in the stickiest yellow, most disgusting yellow sticky clay I've ever seen. And it used to grow, she used to grow these magnificent garlic bulbs. And I'm talking, you know, just the ordinary garlic, but they were huge. And I just don't know what her secret was. Maybe they, maybe the garlic just liked her, I'm not sure. (laughs) The other thing too, do you have any gardening questions? I'm here to help. You can ask me anything at all. And if I don't know the answer, I'll find out. And again, I'll share your question on my and my replies on my shows. So don't hesitate to email me about anything on nelson at freshfm.net. I'd love it, whether you're a Marlborough, Golden Bay, Tasman or Nelson. I have a really good knowledge of all sorts of different types of microclimates and soils as well. So I'm very happy to give you advice on that too. Well, not advice, sorry, my ideas on anything like that. Well, I'm quite excited. I finally got my carrot seeds sown, not this last Sunday, but the Sunday before. We'd had a little bit of rain. I think we'd had nine mils and I thought, great, I'll get out there and I'll sow my seed. Well, I went out there and realised that actually the rain hadn't penetrated terribly far at all, probably a quarter of a centimetre. So it was was not quite as hard to rehydrate the soil as I thought it was going to be. Because we're on water restrictions, I was very careful about the amount of water I used and I handheld hosed the area briefly and left it for a bit and then I did it again and left it for a bit and I did it again and left it for a bit. And I'm talking, I'm just just holding the hose long enough to just let the water pool a little bit. Then I walked away and I left it for about an hour and a half because I thought maybe it will give it a chance to really soak in a bit further. When I went back, I dug the soil over and it was just gorgeous. The, the moisture had definitely, hadn't penetrated deep down, but it had penetrated far enough for me to be able to get those carrot seeds sown in the hope that we would get some more rain. The main thing when you do sow carrot seed is, I think I mentioned it in my last show, you do need to keep the furrow that you've sown it in damp, not wet, but just give it a light sprinkle every day. This is because if it dries out, then that means that the seed dries out again and it's much harder to get it to germinate. The other thing I was very excited about is that the carrot seed that I sowed was probably... I think it was 2021, so I was thinking, oh, I don't actually know whether it's going to germinate. But every single one looks as though it has. I, I was so excited yesterday. I was in the kitchen garden and I suddenly went, oh, look, my carrot seed's coming up. It's just so cool. I, I love when you've when you sown seed and you see it start to sprout. It's very exciting. 
You're on Fresh FM. This is Green Thumbs and Dirty Fingers, sponsored by Bay Landscapes, 38 Artillery Place, Richmond. Open Monday to Friday, 8.30 to 5. Sorry, Monday to Saturday. No. Sorry, Monday to Friday, 8.30 to 5. Saturday, 9 to 5. Sunday and public holidays, 9 to 4. I'm Philippa Foes-Lamb. Today we're focusing on your tips and tricks and early autumn tasks. You can tell my brain is not quite connected to my mouth this morning. It's the perfect time to start planting for winter harvest in earnest. As we go into autumn, the soil temperature does gradually start to drop. It won't drop terribly quickly in March, but it will start to drop a little bit. So it's quite important to get your crops in as early as you can, particularly with things like carrots. If you sow them now, you'll definitely be eating them in winter, which is just fantastic. Veggie prices aren't going to come down anytime soon, so it's more important than ever to grow your own. And the lovely thing too at Bay Landscapes is they have, I just wanted to mention again, that they do have um, an area where you can pick your own veggies, as in, not pick your own vegetables as in grown ones, but one seedling, veggie seedlings. And they're a dollar each and they're in trays and you can just dig out what you want. This is really good if you've, particularly if you've only got a small area because you can just get one or two of something. Or maybe you want to stagger your planting, so you buy two broccoli one week and then a fortnight later you buy another two, and so on. So you can actually stagger your planting so you don't end up with six broccoli all at once. So I just wanted to mention that. It is, it is a, it's just fantastic to be able to do that. As I've mentioned before, Bay Landscapes have moved to their new site at 38 Artillery Place off Lower Queen Street. Turn at Sandeman Road beside the Nelson Pine MDF plant, then turn right into Artillery Place and go right to the end. Parking is also available outside the site, which is great if, if you just want to have a browse and buy a few plants. If you buy a lot of plants, you can leave them inside and drive in to, to load your car. There is a great range of indoor plants, including special philodendrons and a number of varieties of precious Hoyas, Hoyas are real treasures. They're also sometimes hard to come by. They also have some lovely carnivorous plants. Now the soil is a bit more damp, it's a great time to start your autumn cleanup too. Weed and then compost as you go. This is a great way to do it. It, it makes you feel as though you've accomplished something. Because if you, if you start and then you have to stop and you don't get the area done that you wanted to get finished, or sorry, you don't finish the area that you're working on, it can be quite demoralising. So what I tend to do, for instance, outside the front of the house, I didn't get any time to garden this past Sunday, but the Sunday before, and while it was shady, I started working on quite a small garden at, at, right against the veranda of our house. I only got half of it done, and I still haven't got the other half done. But the half I got done is beautifully composted and I'm about to toss some nigella love in the mist seed around because that loves being sown at this time of the year. And also it's a bit frustrating because I'm looking at that bit which is nice and tidy and the other bit looks terrible. But at least I know that I finished that particular bit. So that is a really good, good thing to do. The other thing too is as you go, Cut back any summer flowering perennials, or you might have some spring spring flowering ones that you still haven't cut back. This way you really do start your autumn tidy up, and I just think it's a lovely way to do it. You're just working through as you go. Apples will be starting to ripen now. Different varieties ripen at different times. 
For instance, my Sturma apple, which this year is absolutely loaded and looking magnificent, they won't be ready until around April and they hold really well on the tree probably until late May. The only issue with that is that, of course, the birds tend to um, attack them. Something else that's really lovely is we've got an apple that we got from the Appleby School Fair and I've got no idea what it is. I think we bought it as an unnamed variety. They didn't know what it was either. And I have a feeling it's quite an old-fashioned, it's definitely an eating apple. And I picked one the other day, it wasn't quite ripe, but I can just tell the flavour is incredible. I really wish I knew what it was. It's definitely an old variety. And when, when it ripens properly, I, I will describe it on my show and maybe somebody will have an idea of what it is just by the description of the skin and maybe the, maybe the flavour as well. So last week, John and I went down, it's down near our pond, and we, it's absolutely loaded with apples. Normally, the pukikos jump up in our apple trees and knock the apples off before they've even started to grow much. So far this year, we've managed to keep most of the, most of the apples have stayed on the trees, on the tree. So I thought, I actually noticed a couple of pukikos under it the, the other, one early last week. So I thought, right, we definitely have to do something this year. So we got some four metre wide uh, microclimate frost cloth and we couldn't toss it over the tree because the tree's a little bit too tall. So we wrapped it around the tree and we put logs at the bottom to hold it, to hold it down, put a lot of logs around. Um, so the very top of the tree is not that well protected. If a pukiko was brave enough, it could leap up onto the top of the tree and climb in, but it wouldn't be able to get back out because I don't think they're terribly aerodynamic in terms of liftoff like a helicopter. <laughs> I hope not anyway. And maybe we will get the old bird going in, but I'm just hoping we'll at least get to eat a few because it is such a beautiful apple. My quince are ripening now too, so I'm going to make some quince jelly. Quince jelly is divine. I have a lot of quince on my tree this year and last year I really just let them go to waste. I didn't get time to do the jelly, but this year I'm determined I'm going to. My Refton peaches are also starting to ripen. They're a firm flesh variety and so delicious. I love stewing them for winter. They're late this year. Normally they're well and truly ripe by sort of probably around about the 23rd of, well, I'd go by the 23rd of February because I remember when I had my hip replacement back in 2014, I remember sitting, and when I got home, sitting and cutting up peaches so that, my, so that John could stew them. I stop deadheading my roses around now as this gives them a rest until I prune them in July. It may sound odd, but it helps conserve the roses bushes energy for the following season. If you really want to grow vegetables, but you don't have much room, remember grow bags are a wonderful alternative. A 25 litre size grow bag will take three of any leafy variety or brassica varieties. Plant on a slight angle near the edge to avoid cramping the centre. Again, if you want any more information on grow bags I do have them for sale here but if you'd like any more information please also email me at nelson at freshfm.net I'd be really really happy to help my strawberries have done so well in them this year that I'm going to plant a lot more in grow bags in this coming season well here's hoping we get a little bit more rain I'm going to start doing a rain dance and I'll do a, continue to do a dry dance for the particularly for the east coast of the North Island Happy gardening, everyone. Hope you enjoyed today's show. If you have any questions about anything I covered, email me at nelson at freshfm.net. Green thumbs and dirty fingers, 
airs every Tuesday morning, 20 to 11. Thanks to Bay Landscapes, 38 Artillery Place, Richmond, open 8.30 to 5.30 p.m. Monday to Friday, 9 to 5 p.m. Saturday, 9 to 4 p.m. Sunday and public holidays for supporting my show. And thank you for joining me. See you next time. The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show, first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South's community access media station, with support from New Zealand On Air. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details.